anything and everything. Do you ever wonder how to? Do you ever wonder why? About anything and everything. Then Doris is your guy. Anything and everything will open your mind. Anything and everything with Doris. Anything and everything with Doris is online. Remember. Remember. Anything and everything with Doris. Hello, everyone, and welcome. You are listening to the Anything and Everything with Doris podcast, and I am your host, Doris. Hello, everyone, and welcome back. I hope you are having a blessed day. This episode is brought to you by McNeese Construction. There is no job too big or too small. Just give them a call. If you would like to support us, you can do so at www.paypal.me slash Studio. And finally, Yappy Studio has opened a store for you to purchase some really cool items for you, your family, and even your pets. Check it out at www.7.surf. That's S-E, the number 7, E-N, dot surf. Now, let's get on with the show. Hello, 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 everyone, and welcome back. I hope you are feeling blessed today. Since the last episode I spoke about chickens, I have received many questions, such as, do I feel raising chickens is cost-effective? This answer will be different for everyone. Not only are there upfront expenses, just like anything else you do, but there is time involved. So let's say you have or are willing to make the time. If you plan on starting with three-day-old chicks, then you will need a brooder. And you could buy one for a couple of hundred dollars or so, or you could create your own. You may already have some of the many items on hand. Now, the cost of things where you are could be a little more expensive or maybe a little less expensive, but I'm just going to give you a rundown of basically what we paid. Now, to create our brooder, we bought a 70-gallon tote with a lid, and that was about $65 at Home Depot. Then you will need a heat lamp, but we already had one of those. They generally run about $12 to $15. We wanted to make sure our heat lamp would not fall into the brooder, so we used a metal wire divider that came with our dog crate to set over the tote where the heat lamp would be. You could use a grate from an old grill also. Many heat lamps have clips to attach to the brooder, but I was still concerned it could fall in and I wanted to make sure that my chicks were safe. Heat lamps get very hot and can start a fire or kill a chick if it fell on it. Next, we needed pine shavings and that was about $5. Then we had to find a waterer and feeder that would fit in a brooder with our 12 chicks. For both, it was about $5 each. 
Then a bag of organic feed was $32 for 20 pounds of feed. Now that they are older, we switched to a non-GMO feed, and it's about $22 for 50 pounds. So counting the chicks and all we needed for the brooder and the feed, we managed about $150. If you already have items such as a tote, that will save you a lot of money. Now the reason I went with the tote is because of the lid. Now that all the chicks are in the coop, I keep all their items in that tote and that lid is very handy. Now on to the coop and run. While the chicks were in the brooder, we knew we would have two months before they would be ready to go. So we spent the next few weekends building the coop. Now if you purchase a coop, it probably won't last that long because they're usually not made too sturdy. And it'll cost about five or $600 minimum. And that's a very basic coop. We decided for the area where we live, we needed it to be sturdy and attached to our workshop. This helped because now we already have a wall to start with. We already had some 2x4s that we could reuse. And we had people that donated wood to us that they no longer needed from old projects. We also used the roof and the door from an old tough shed that blew into our yard from Hurricane Ida. We used the leftover paint that we used from painting the workshop so it would blend in together. We paid for screws, hinges, and hardware cloth for the windows in run and two plastic roofing sheets to also cover the run over the hardware cloth. Being resourceful saved us lots of money and we spent about $150 on construction materials. Then we bought a chain and hanging feeder and drinking cups to add to the PVC piping that we already had to create a water system from a barrel that was also donated to us. That would be another $50, bringing us to a total of around $200 for a sturdy, well-built coop that isn't going to fly away. Now let's think about the cost of maintenance. We use food-grade Domacious Earth, or DE, as a natural dewormer once a month. We bought the largest bag, which was about 20 or 25 pounds, and we paid $25 because we also use it in our garden and it will last a long time. You can also add apple cider vinegar to the water for deworming naturally, and it helps keep the water fresher longer. You will need a coop refresh or kitty litter for the coop. You will add it every time you clean the coop. I used the one for horse stalls and it's 25 pounds for $12. It works just fine. We bought coconut fiber nesting pads for the nesting boxes which were $20 for 12 but you could use pine shavings if you already have them. Sand for the coop which is about $5 a bag 
and I only change it four times a year when I do a deep cleaning of the coop. I used an old baby pool to put in a run for a dust bath and I add topsoil at $3 a bag as needed. You can add old but clean toys in a run and make your own treats or buy suet cakes for about a dollar a piece. I only give them one suet a week. You will need to add grit to their food once they start laying eggs. You will also need a separate container for the oyster shell. If you buy in bulk, it will save you a lot of money in the long run. You can also supplement their food with kitchen scraps. And I like to pull weeds out of the garden and throw it in a run since I can't allow them to free range just yet. Just make sure the kitchen scraps are safe for them to eat and the weeds aren't being sprayed with pesticide. You can check out the website Backyard Chickens for help. As you can see, by using things you already have and repurposing wood that you can purchase cheaper or even have donated to you, it doesn't have to break the bank. Now remember, if you're starting with chicks, it takes anywhere from five to eight to nine months before they lay eggs, depending on the breed. You need to feed them and care for them while waiting for eggs. Now you could also cheat and buy hens that are about to lay or are already laying, but they cost about 20 to $30 or more a hen. However, you didn't have to feed them for months and wait for egg production. If we need to replace one of our hens, that is probably what we will do in the near future. Now the reason we started this last May was that we saw the issue that would come when they started killing all the chickens claiming there was a bird flu. We not only knew that the prices would rise, but it may be difficult to find eggs. Where we live in Louisiana, it is now getting harder to find eggs. And when you do, it costs close to $8 a dozen. In my family, we use a lot of eggs. We eat them for breakfast, lunch, we do a lot of baking. And the last thing we want to do is not to be able to find eggs. If we bought eggs at today's prices, we would spend about $20 to $30 a month for them. We spend about $22 for feed a month to feed the chickens. With the prices rising, we may be ahead of the game very soon. We bought a dozen chicks because we also have five grown children, and we knew that there would come a time when they would not be able to find eggs for their families. Now we have enough for our family and those who blessed us by donating supplies to build the coop and run. We can just step outside every morning and collect our eggs. What a blessing that is. So when you're getting your chickens, just think ahead of the amount of people that you want to feed in the event that they also have a difficult time finding eggs. 
Here's a tip. While you're in the process of building your coop, start saving the egg cartons and you won't need to purchase egg cartons later. When I hand out eggs, I ask that they save the carton and I will refill them when needed. The best thing I like about having my own chickens is that fresh eggs are so much tastier than store-bought eggs. So even when the price of eggs drops, I plan to keep raising my own just because they taste so much better, just as God intended. You can also sell some of your eggs if you have an overabundance of eggs. Many people would gladly pay for the fresh eggs, especially when eggs are getting hard to find. I would also like to thank my Aunt Jan, who has guided me with so much wonderful advice on raising chickens and her love of gardening, and Miss Becky, Miss Janine, and Miss Lynn for their advice on all our projects as well. Don't forget about the amazing elders around you or friends that can give you just as good, if not better, advice than any book because they have already done it. I hope this helps guide you to making a more informed decision on what is best for you and your family. Thank you for listening, and God bless. Don't forget, you can read all the information discussed in our podcast by going to www.yappystudio.blogspot.com. Be sure to check out our show notes below where you can donate to support us, shop at our store, check out our references, and see what else we offer. Thank you for listening, and God bless.